This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast on keeping ourselves beautiful. Beauty Now has interviewed top docs, specialists on lasers, lifts, tucks, breast dogs, Brazilian butt lifts, your skin, your hair, inner beauty. But today I'm going to interview Dr. Carl May on your eyes. We need to keep our eyes looking young. And he's an LASIK eye surgery specialist and ophthalmologist. We don't want to have any granny glasses, so we've got Dr. May to help us out. Welcome, Dr. May. Hello. How are you? Great. Thanks for talking with us today. Sorry, I have a little bit of cold listeners, so hopefully we'll let Dr. May do the talking. There's so much confusing data out there on LASIK eye surgery. Fill us in. LASIK is a procedure that has been shown to be safe and effective for um, a wide range of patients today. And it is the most studied surgical procedure performed in the United States. So there's more data about safety on LASIK than any other surgical procedure that's done. Well, there's so many people, there's so many rumors that Kathy Griffin, for one, came out and said she had a halo. And I've known people, is this the old days when LASIK first came out? Tell us, you know, some of the myths and some of the facts. When LASIK first started, the biggest side effect of the surgery was glare and halos around lights at night when when you were driving. Today, with modern laser and with what we call wave front or wave scan systems, where we take a fingerprint of the surface of the eye and then carve away any imperfections that would be like an, in your fingerprint on your thumb, we can carve those right out of the eye. And that has greatly reduced the side effects of halos and glare. In fact, very few patients, if any, complain about that anymore. There are patients that have it, but it's to such a minimal degree that it doesn't affect their lifestyle or their driving. So walk us through consultation. Let's just say, for one, I hear if you need reading glasses that people say, oh, you can't have it. Is that a myth? That, that is uh, partially a myth and uh, partially not. We've been working a long time to try to perfect the laser to have what we call multifocality, where you could see far and near in both eyes um, and not worry about readers or distance. That's not available yet, but what we do have is, is something called monovision, where we can make distance vision in one eye and reading vision in the other eye. And the two eyes together, when they're both open, you can see both far and near. Monovision is very successful for the large majority of patients, more than 80% of people that have monovision uh, function very well with it. There are some people that can't ever get used to having the two eyes at different focal points. And in those cases, they can have monovision taken away. So you can actually reverse the surgery? We can make the, we can make the eye that we made for reading uh, we can change that to distance, and then they'd have to wear glasses for reading. So that's actually kind of putting it back where it was then. Right. Unless the patient came in needing glasses for far and near, then we would get rid of their, their distance glasses, and they'd only need readers. 
I was reading about the laser equipment that different doctors use. Is it true that there's other laser equipments that are better than others? Yes, there are different technologies. They all have their own advantages and disadvantages. But in the United States, the laser system with the widest range of treatment available that's approved by the FDA is the VISIC system. Uh, you can, we can do higher amounts of nearsightedness, higher amounts of astigmatism, and higher amounts of farsightedness with that system. Uh, it also has something that's called the wave scan system where we can actually get a wavefront measurement and a very accurate measurement of your prescription so that we can carve a more accurate um, lens right onto your eye. It's kind of like shoe sizes. The the older systems would measure like a shoe size, size 10 to a size 11 to a size 12, and the newer systems can measure like a 10.1, a 10.2, a 10.3. So it's just much more accurate. We can do much more custom fitting to a patient's eye with the Visix uh, laser system. How do you do that, though? So you come in for a consultation, then what happens? You get a test on the surface of the eye called a topography, and that topography system is measuring the shape of the cornea to make sure it's safe to have the surgery. It also measures the thickness of the cornea to make sure there's enough thickness in order to carve your prescription onto the surface. Some people have thin corneas and we're not able to do LASIK on those patients. Or some people have an irregular shape of their cornea and we're not able to safely do surgery on those patients either. After they get that measurement, then they get what's called the wave scan measurement that it shines a bunch of lights into your eye, laser lights into your eye. They bounce off the back of your eye and that gives us that really fine prescription, a very accurate prescription of your eye, and, and that's the data that we use in the laser to get your prescription right onto the surface of your eye. So how long does it take? The surgery itself takes about uh, 20 minutes to do two eyes. The actual laser part of the surgery may only be a minute per eye. And then when you leave your office after surgery, do you have your eyes covered by bandages, or how does that work? You have a shield, a clear shield over the eye so you don't bump it or rub it, and your vision is similar to being underwater in a swimming pool for the first few hours. As the flap heals in and the inflammation from the surgery starts to go down, then your vision uh, starts to get pretty sharp, even on the same day that we do it. So would you recommend staying in for the first day and, and resting? Yes, most people we tell to go home, close their eyes, rest, take it easy. Uh, and usually by the next morning when they wake up, their vision is nice and sharp. So their vision is sharp, and so they know the next day pretty much if there's going to be a complication? They know if their vision is not as good or better than it was with their glasses or contacts. Uh, sometimes people that are very nearsighted, like above a minus 10, that have really thick Coke bottle glasses, it may take several weeks for them to get to their final vision. Uh, but there aren't too many complications that would happen in the first night after surgery, other than if the patient somehow moved the flap. We have them sleep in their shields the first night so they don't rub their eye in their sleep. Uh, but if they did happen to rub their eye or move the flap, they would have very poor vision in the morning, and then we'd have to do something to fix that. 
So is it really itchy that first day, or what's it feel like? I mean, is it? do people complain, or they think it's fine? Or Most people say they feel like an eyelash in their eye. Oh, okay. And then by the next morning, that's gone. And what about the, is it like a contact, the shield? The shield is like a big plastic patch that goes across the bridge of your nose. It's almost like um, sunglasses for each eye individually. And so what about if you you can read but you can't see far? If you can read and you can't see far away, that is myopia, nearsightedness. You can see up close but you can't see far. If you're less than 45, then you haven't developed presbyopia. And presbyopia is where the muscles in the eye can't focus to read. So if we fix your nearsightedness and you're 20 years old and we make both eyes for far, then you can see near and far until you get to your mid-40s. So would you? what is the age that you recommend LASIK? Anybody 21 years and older. 21 years and older. And there's not really any upper age limit. And until age 80? Even up to age 80, yep. Really? Yeah. So what about macular degeneration? We'll, we'll, I'm going to ask that question when we come back. We're going to have to take a quick commercial break, thank our great sponsors, like ice.com, one of my favorites, and we'll be right back. This is Carrie Garrison with Camera Dojo. If you'd like to make the most out of your photography, come check us out at the Camera Dojo podcast at personallifemedia.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Carl May about how to get rid of our granny glasses, LASIK eye surgery. Welcome back, Dr. May. Welcome. So we just um, left off talking about aftercare. So you've got your LASIK surgery, you're on your way home, and you're wearing those shields. And then we're also talking about who is a good candidate. Good candidates are anybody uh, over age 21, and there's not really any upper age limit. So my Nana, for instance, has macular degeneration. Is that completely different? You cannot help her? Yes. The eye is like a camera, and we are operating with LASIK on the front of the eye, the lens system, and macular degeneration is a degeneration of the film that takes the photograph. So it would be like a camera having a damaged lens we can fix with LASIK, um, but that would not affect the film of the camera. So if your film is damaged, no matter what we do to the lens system, it's not going to improve your vision. So when people get older and they get cataracts, what do you do for them? Cataracts is the lens of the eye getting cloudy. That happens to everybody if you live long enough. We can make a small hole in the eye and take the cataract out, and then we inject a new lens inside your eye. That lens now we can use, we can put your glasses prescription in that lens. Those lenses can have astigmatism correction, and they can also give you vision for near and far without glasses. But how do you know the difference between if you're getting bad cataracts or you're or you need LASIK? 
the only way to really tell is to have a, an eye exam. But cataracts normally start in people in the age group of 50 and above, and their vision has been clear with their glasses, or if they've been wearing glasses, all of a sudden things start to get blurry, especially if they get halos and glare at night when they're driving, or they start having trouble reading. And then you better get yourself to the doctor because you don't want to be having a car accident. I think it's good to have, how often should we have eye checkups? Uh, most people over age 50 should have an eye checkup once a year. Once a year. Well, that's good advice, and thank you so much for being with us today. We're going to switch over to the Latisse doctor because not only do we want good sight, we want to have long, thick lashes. So thank you, Dr. May, for being with us. I actually have a – my mom's cousin was um, the May family, Bill May. I don't know if you know him. But anyways, thank you very much for being with us today, and we're going to talk to the Latisse doc to see how we can get long lashes. Oh, right. Hello? Hi. 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 This is the Latisse doctor, yes? Yes. Hi. We're going to ask you a few questions because we want to know how we can get long, lush lashes without surgery. They do have implantation surgery. I did a show on that. But that seems a little extreme. I think that there's just this, it's like a mascara, right, that you could put on your eyelashes and they grow? Right. It's like an eyelash conditioner in, in a way that you apply to the top lashes each night before you go to bed, um, and it helps to grow your lashes longer and um, fuller and darker. And so how long do you have to use it? Um, well, the studies were done, and they they followed people for 16 weeks, um, and by 16 weeks they, they were getting ideal results with some results as early as um, four weeks. Um, and then I don't. I think there's a little known about how often after that you're going to need to keep reapplying. That's the question. Yeah. So how often do we? Do you know? Um, well, the typical lash will last you about five months. So there, I'm sure as we are using the medicine more, we'll we'll figure out that you know if it's once a week or if it's every other night that people have to keep reapplying um, to keep the results once they get them. What about the safety of your eyes? Um, well, the safety profile with Latisse is um, very good because only about 5% is absorbing into the eye, whereas the medication that we had, which was called Lumigan to treat glaucoma, there were more side effects with that medicine because it's absorbed into the eye um, at a higher volume. So the safety profile is great with Latisse. Um, in the studies that were done for the FDA approval, the big side effects were red um, and itchy eyes, but that was only in about 4% of, of people. So so you buy this, and how much does it cost? It's pretty expensive, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's typically running about $120. Now, um, from what I was reading um, and what we're seeing, that, that that can last up to two months. For one um, box? Mm-hmm. So it comes, and then it, is it like a mascara? Um, it's actually more like um, an eyeliner, I would say, than a mascara because you don't apply it directly to your lashes like you do mascara. Um, there's little wands, so they give you 60 applicators with a bottle of Latisse. Um, and the way that the FDA approved the medicine was to use a separate applicator per eye um, for each treatment so that you would need 60 applicators to last you one month. Um, but with that applicator, it, it sort of looks more like an eyeliner, uh, a disposable eyeliner brush. Um, you put a drop on, and then you apply it to the base of your lashes like you would um, put on an eyeliner. 
And so what, what happens if you stop using Latisse? If you stop using, uh, if you stop using Latisse, your lashes just naturally go back to normal. So you pretty much have to keep up. Right. There's but when your lashes are really long, can you just use it less? Right. That's what I think. There's just going to be a maintenance dose that's needed because you're you're not losing all of your eyelashes at one time. They're falling out at different rates. So it's just a matter of keeping um, enough of the medicine on the lid to keep stimulating the growth of the lashes. Now, what if somebody gets Latisse in their eye? What should they do? Well, it's safe to use in the eye because it's derived from a, of, a, of an eye drop that we use to treat glaucoma safely for years. So it's nothing that you need to panic about. Um, it's safe to you know, go into your eye, but you don't really want it going in your eye because that increases your chance of any of the side effects. So not to panic because it's made for your eye, but I would try to be careful you know, to keep it on your lid. Some people have asked me if Latisse could change the color of their eyes. Would that be true? Um, Latisse has not been proven to change the color of your eyes. Um, with the glaucoma medicines um, that are available, that has been indicated in um, a very small population of people. But, that again, it's a much higher concentration of medicine absorbing into the eye. Um, but that is a risk factor because it's the same type of medicine. Although uh-huh. in the FDA studies, there was uh, 278 patients, and that wasn't reported at all as a side effect. Now, is this going to be able to replace your mascara, or do people use mascara as well? Um, I think both ways. People feel more comfortable to kind of get up and go without having to put makeup on, um, but it also enhances, you know, a mascara will enhance your um, your eyelashes. So I've seen I've seen people go both ways. How does this compare to the other um, lash products that have been on the market lately? I think uh, there was Revitalash and right. there's a couple other things. Well, um, Latisse is the only FDA-approved um, prescription treatment for inadequate eyelashes, so it's actually been studied in clinical trials, so the safety and effectiveness is just better known. So you're, you're safer to use it because it's been FDA-approved? Because I did hear of some salons uh, recalling, I don't think it was Revital Lash, but another product, because it wasn't approved yet or something. Right. Yeah, I think that anything that... Um, you know, the FDA um, approvals process for any medication is pretty rigorous. So the safety profile for something that is FDA approved versus something that's just, you know, over the counter or something like that is is better. So tell us about the growth of your eyelashes. So I put it on, and how long do you think it's going to take for me to see results? Um, well, I actually myself have been experimenting and have been using the product for about two weeks um, and I do think that I'm starting to see a little bit of a change in the length, but not so much the fullness yet or the, or the darkness. Um, so I think between um, two to four weeks, you'll start noticing something. But um, to get the fuller, darker lashes is going to take a little longer, eight to 16 weeks. So it's something that you have to, you know, sort of be patient for. It's good to get yourself in a routine to leave the product by your toothbrush or something at night so you remember to do it every night. Well, let me ask you this. There are listeners I know. We did a show on lash extensions. Can you use it over lash extensions? Um, I don't know. I, I I actually am not that familiar with how eyelash extensions work, but I would think that you can still use it because an eyelash does an eyelash extension go on the end of the lash? Yeah, it goes on top kind of, and it kind of blends in. And, right. And I don't think that they're that healthy for you. I think they can rip out some of your own lashes. Uh, own lashes. So that's why I would say 
hopefully we can use Latisse over them yeah, and then or, let them naturally fall out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because the lash that's growing, the lash would grow but kind of behind the eyelash extension, I guess. Right. So it'll be really good replacement because I'm pretty sure that lash extensions aren't that yeah, or even, great for your eyes. <laughs> right, or even the false eyelashes with the glue and Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah, that really rips out your lashes. So hopefully you can, you know, use this and grow your lashes yourself. Absolutely. That would be the best. I know myself, this was a really a TT move the other day. I used an eyelash curler and it didn't have one of those rubber things and I totally cut my lashes by accident. It was oh. such a bummer. So I just got my first case of Latisse oh, yesterday. Yes. Well, so I'm so happy that I'm doing the show today so I'm getting all the info on how to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing is um, through our website, uh, mayicare.com, we have a, a link to our Twitter site, which is just the Latisse doc. So any questions that people have across the country as they're using it, I'm more than happy to answer or try to find an answer for them. That'll be great. And also on personallifemedia.com, we're going to have all your links to all oh, the great. Twitter sites. And so they can get a hold of you and they can Twitter and tweet yeah. <laughs> about our lashes because that's going to be really great. Yeah. So we thank you for being with us today. Um, one last question: Is it um, is it dangerous at all? No, I mean it's um, definitely a safe product. If you're using it um, under the guidance of a of a doctor, some people should not use Latisse um, if they're pregnant or nursing. That was um, a good question. I wanted to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing, um, as far as who isn't a good candidate, would be somebody who um, has glaucoma. You can still use Latisse, but it's something that your eye doctor would want to know because it could affect the way that your medicine or your treatment's working. Um, so those are things that are important to know, you know, for whoever's prescribing the Latisse. And you can't just get Latisse anywhere. Not your normal salon wouldn't have it because you have to have a prescription, right? Right. It's available by prescription only. By prescription. So you can go to our website, personallifemedia.com, and get hooked up to the Latisse talk. So you can get your Latisse and start right away. Thanks so much for being with us today. We're yeah, going to look forward to having you back, and I will check in with you on Twitter to tell you how my lashes are doing in four weeks because I'm starting today. Yay. Oh, all right. Sounds good. Okay. All beauty now listeners, if you want LASIK or if you want lashes, just go to personallifemedia.com, and we're going to hook you up with the Latisse stock. Thanks for being with us today. Saw you shopping at the North Star Mall Hardly recognize you at all It wasn't until I heard you say hello I realized you were a girl I know You look completely different Than you did in 91 A total transformation Come on, admit it You had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now for some fun I kind of like it since you had a little work done Remember back in school we were drunken with kids And I pretended that you didn't exist 
You were a cute thing, but you couldn't be the trophy girl I wanted hanging with me. You've gone from plain white bread to a honey bun. I think I'd like to have a taste now. Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done. Had a little work done, holy smoke. I noticed you a damn near choke. I think that we should get together for some fun. I think I want you now, you had a little work done. Had a little work done, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done, had a little work done. Shifting all around the town In your red convertible with the top down I heard the beauty is only skin deep They call me shallow cause you're looking mighty sweet I never fantasized before That you would be the one But now you're in my night and daydream You're sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy cow It don't matter, wow, look at you now I kind of like you since you had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little work done. Had a little, had a little work done. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.